0: Welcome to the Self Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit livingthepresent.co.uk. All right, there we go. Hello, welcome to episode 426 of the Self Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean?
1: I am doing very well, but unlike you, I have not been away. You've been away.
0: Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. We, well, we are talking about holidays and COVID yes. COVID holidays uh, this year and what might have changed for people and whether whether they are getting something that's good for them, a little bit different or the same or who knows what, man. It's a strange old world, isn't it, at the moment?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got lots of people worrying about um, the, the, the traffic light system and, and we've got, 3 colors
0: but then we got a color plus one and a color plus two and you know it's all getting a bit confusing you know? it certainly is yeah uh, we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit um the for all the show notes and links um yeah for the for the new new listeners out there um we do tend to put these on youtube as well as our, we're on all the usual podcast directories which i've don't mention as often as i should so yeah subscribe and all that kind of stuff as well. <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, but yeah, how you been? How you been, Sean? How's uh, how's life for a therapist right now?
1: Uh, it's still busy, <clears throat> um, and um, I, I think we both need to take a bit of time out. I think that, like, not Maybe. having taken a proper break, no, I mean, I mean, my darling wife and myself, uh, um, you got,
0: there's someone else in your life as well. I keep forgetting, <laughs> I <always> forget that. <laughs> um,
1: I, I think that both of us have been nose to the grindstone with a lot of difficult issues for 18 months and not taking uh, our usual breaks that we'd take to recharge. And I think that we need to to find some space, but like everybody else, which is relevant today, we can't kind of go away like we'd normally go away. We'd normally drive down to Italy or something like that. Yeah. And that, that isn't uh, a possibility now. So um, the issue is we need to take a break, but what do we do in the break? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about it then. Let's just dive into the episode. uh Yeah. Well, you I mean,
1: you 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 just come back from being away, haven't you? So you've had the COVID break. I have. You, you have your country retreat to go to.
0: We do. Yeah. I even got sunburned on a Northumberland beach on my back because yeah. I uh, ne- neglected to uh, put sun cream on my back. I Didn't think it was right. as bright as it was, and uh, yeah. Then my my little my eldest son kind of alerted me to my yeah. The situation, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. For so, for we're lucky. We're lucky. I say lucky by design. We've designed our lives so that we have a uh, a retreat in Northumberland, the caravan that we share as a family. I mean, between my brother yeah. and sister and my mom and dad. So we kind of we kind of chip in and pay for it together. And we, you know, we all yeah. kind of book our slots depending on when we want to go. And who's got kids in school and all that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a spot that. Uh, on a on a farmer's field that we've had since I was a baby, and in fact, I think mm-hmm. I think we've got we've had a caravan as a family on the, on the exact spot since about 1960 or something like that, right? Uh, maybe even a bit longer when my grand my granddad my grandpa um, mm-hmm. got a place up there. So it's a, it's been very well used, you know, and uh, for yeah, yeah that's good. Of, it's good. Uh, and it's just an amazing amazing retreat, and yeah, I mean, so that's that's the kind of holiday i had as a kid we do go or we have been abroad as a family you know a couple yeah. of times and you know as once we reached 13 14 or i did when i was a kid we started going to france and you know majorca and minorca and all that stuff as well to kind of expand out a little bit so yeah we're not we don't just go yeah. to northumberland but we are yeah,
1: yeah.
0: we are fortunate <laughs> you know that we've been able to in the last in the last year yeah or
1: but it's like how many people have been confined and that I used to go and jump in a plane and just going somewhere. Because, I mean, people have been using planes like Taxis for the last few years, isn't it? and it's dead easy to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, in terms of the pandemic itself, the the aviation industry has kind of helped seed that kind of, pan- the uh, you know, and spread around the world quite quickly. It's not, you know, I mean, pandemics have spread in other ways in centuries gone by, so it's not, you can't lump it all on the on aviation, but it certainly gets things get around a little bit quicker these days. eh? Yeah, yeah, dead
1: easy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of this summer, you know, we we never really can considered going abroad just because we we didn't really want to worry about the hassle of deposits <laughs> or losing money that kind of thing. But I mean, you can go overseas. My neighbours have just got back from Menorca. They had a week there last week, um, and they said that it was it was you know, good. It was fine. It was kind of a bit, the hotel was a bit, well, a lot quieter than they used to. And it was a bit kind of sad and depressing in some ways, you know. And, and obviously the staff were doing their best to kind of make everyone feel welcome and happy and safe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You kind of couldn't get past the the kind of lack of throng of people and the, the, the busyness that, that they, I think it's a place they used to go in. So was quite, yeah. it was quite sad in that respect, but you know they they were safe and the kind of all the systems in place at the hotel and the mm. airport were mm. were pretty well run. So you can you can go overseas mm. at the moment, and plenty of people are.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, but I mean, from from conversations you're having with with clients, that are people really nervous about going over overseas at the moment, or uh, guilty, uh, guilty we, about we, it? We, we,
1: we've got the splits. We've got the people that. Uh, that's it. I'm going. I've had enough. I'm off. Um, and the people that are saying, well, it's all sort of fancy anyway, you know, doesn't exist, uh, through to people that are saying, I am not getting on a plane till at least 2023, 20, you know, or maybe later. Yeah. Um, so I, and I think that, that what that feeds into is people's levels of anxiety. Um, the people that, that haven't, uh, have had a bit of an, an anxious um, tendency in the way they approach life. COVID has has been given them like a magnifying glass to look through, so everything can become "Ah!" much bigger, Mm -hmm. Um, which is tough. Um, But it it limits a lot of people's abilities to do things. I mean, as the masks have come off um, over the last few weeks, are people rushing out to eat? Well, you've got the same split again. You've got those people that are not going anywhere near a pub or a restaurant, and those people that I can't wait to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all we can do is look at the figures and see what what happens from here, really. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and is it is it a case of, of we have to accept the fact that this is going to be with us, and there's going to be people that die from it, as there would be people dying from influenza? Is that where we're at? I don't know. You know, um, and and again, the doctors that I work with are split. You know, some of them are like, oh, let's just get on with it, and others are like, oh no, this is going to be really bad. You know, we shouldn't have done, shouldn't have released the lockdown kind of thing. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, we we had a week away in Northumberland last week. Um, we're, good. we're going to be going back up later in August as well. Uh, okay. We kind of we kind of try and stay off the beaten track quite a lot if we can. So, um,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but you could tell, obviously. Well, we, we try and we we drove up, so we were kind of conscious of not driving at peak times because I think the motorways are chock a block, you know, especially yeah. in certain parts of the,
1: yeah,
0: the M6 to the Lake District. Um, yeah, Yeah. everyone's home, so everyone's wanting to get there or down to Cornwall, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, yeah, trying to trying to avoid the the peak times was quite important to us.
1: Well, we, we, we have been in, involved in because my car got written off in that car accident about getting a, a camper van, which has turned into a whole story in itself. Um, it should be here by the end of of August, but the uh, the issue seems to be that the Weldon and his wife has gone away in campervans, vans. Um, so the, it, it's a bit of a madhouse out there. Um,
0: yeah. And I, I
1: hear reports of the west coast of Scotland being like a traffic jam off camper vans.
0: Yeah, well, it was on the one show last night talking about the route that you were quite keen to do, that's, N, what is it, NC500?
1: NC500, NC yeah.
0: A beautiful yes. circular route right. around the Highlands and back. I don't know to Edinburgh maybe that kind of thing I, yeah yeah a, it goes
1: right on the coast
0: um and yeah, yeah so it was you know amazing and i've, I've actually seen people I, I became aware of it a few years ago because i think it's a it's quite a popular cycle cycle touring route
1: yeah.
0: obviously you would need to do it over a much longer period of time but you know yeah uh yeah it's chocker. so it wasn't all it, it wasn't all happy people on the one show it was it was the happy stuff about the views and people enjoying it but it was also people in towns and that are used to using the roads saying it's mm. yeah it's full of motorhomes man yeah it's doing my head in
1: don't
0: know why it is but hey yeah. I guess that's that's Could all part yeah mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah in terms of like more general talk about holidays we, this is the time of year we tend to do a podcast about summer holes and uh you know for for one for for better or worse, we've, we most of us have lives where we need to unplug and escape our, our lives for a week or two in the summer uh, for, for one reason or another. So that kind of leads me into thinking about the whole work-life balance stuff. But yeah, w- what's the general holiday advice you give to people?
1: Well, it's... it's. I mean, but most people need to take a break. They, they need to have a different feeling in the day. Now, weirdly... And um, we both live on Wirral, which is known as the insular peninsula that sticks out on its own. Um, and even now, I know people that never leave Wirral. You know, they've grown up here. They don't go. I mean, if they go to Liverpool or Chester, it, it's like a big day out kind of thing. Um, and But the idea that you don't need to go anywhere on holiday. that Okay, yes, you take a couple of weeks off work, but you enjoy living where you live. Now... I, I guess that's what happened before we had railways and transport and all, all that kind of stuff. People oh, people did stay at home. That was um, a PPE thing oh, trying to get on. on my call. Yeah,
0: no worries. Carry on. We're OK.
1: Um, no, I, I was guessing that, that people used to go away and do all kinds of things um, locally, but rather than suddenly, you know, we could fly, yeah. Um, and and that seems to be the big thing that people are really cheesed off by the fact that they cannot go to the sun. You know, um, that's what we do. We go and get hot, and probably eat fish and chips and drink beer. But we go, we go somewhere hot to do it. You know? Yeah. Um,
0: well. Yeah. So you, yeah, as I found last week, it is possible to get sunburned in Northumberland, even. <laughs> <laughs> but and I will also say that you, it is... I, I, I went in the sea three or four times swimming, so uh, in the North Sea. It's a, it takes a bit of getting used to.
1: A bit um, chilly, was it?
0: It's not quite the med. and you, uh, I didn't, We didn't go snorkelling and looking at that tropical fish.
1: When I was in the Middle East, in, in Doha, um, if you went into the sea there, it was like getting into a hot bath. It was... Yeah. It was really warm. Very, very different to here.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird. I mean, whether it's just a kid thing, my son Will, my eldest Will, every chance when he gets Caesar Caesar River or the, the sea in Northumberland, he's just t-shirt off, sh- shorts off, in his undies, and he just jumps in. <laughs> he's nuts.
1: <laughs>
0: he's nuts, man. So uh, yeah. Uh, I, he, I take it he's
1: a good swimmer.
0: Well, he's actually not, because he, he he can swim but he's not a strong swimmer, so I have to keep a close Mm -hmm. eye on him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But he just likes paddling around in the shallows and, um, you know, he'll Mm -hmm. get up up to his neck and have a little paddle and all that. So Mm -hmm. uh, something to be learned there from the kind of the innocence of childhood, hey, and just just enjoy wherever you are in the world, you can enjoy yourself, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I can remember being on a scout camp uh, as a kid and we were camping on the edge of a river. It was like a a scout camp site. And this guy came down on the other side and uh, took his clothes off, except for his underpants, and jumped in the water. And he was, he was obviously quite dirty and he had a bar of soap and he washed himself and washed his hair and got out. And we all asked him what he was doing. Um, and he said, um, his, the house that he lived in didn't have a bathroom. So, um, I mean, we were talking about the 1960s, so like he didn't have a bathroom. Yeah. Um, so he um, he used to come down every day and have a bath in the river. I think we did in the winter, but it was like yeah.
0: wow, <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean that's what. Yeah, sixty years ago, so uh, it's yeah, not that long ago. I mean, yeah, my so my my mother-in-law was grew up in Amfield in Liverpool, and uh, yeah, they didn't have an indoor bathroom to toilet at least, so they had to yeah. Go outside and you know yeah. it's, not, it's not that long ago so we've come a long long way in a short space of time haven't we
1: yeah 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 but then it is it, the thing that's going on now about have we come a long way at the cost detrimentally to the planet well yeah. so the the, the hot weather we're having at the moment is that global warming or is it a weather event you know there are um, fires and stuff going on in the world but there would normally be fires going on in the world are they more? You know, I, d- I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. The fact that you, you got sunburn up in Northumberland. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people have got sunburn in Northumberland over the years, but um, we yeah. normally expect, expect to go south to get warm rather than go north. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah I know. Well, that's a whole other, whole other chat, but yeah, there's some some weird stuff and some floods going on that do seem to be, yeah, a bit more extreme uh, than have been. So, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I kind of, you know, with my environmental hat on, I do look at it as at COVID and as a, a bit of an opportunity just to learn some new, some new things. Because uh, I think nature, nature will force us, force our hands soon in terms of how we can holiday. Yeah. So, you know, I'm dead keen. We'll talk a bit in a, what our perfect holiday would be. Uh, but, you know, there's loads of places I want to see around the world and uh, without leaving a massive carbon footprint behind. Uh, so hopefully we can figure it out in time. Uh, but yeah, before we come on to our perfect holidays, should we talk a little bit about the pressure that holidays can put on families or even a, are you finding that people that can't get away are kind of feeling trapped or kind of extra stressed that they can't have their usual two weeks in the sun?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and the, the emotion that's coming out more and more is anger. People are angry. And they're they're angry with the government, and they're angry with the with COVID. They're angry, Um, and it's because I want now. I want to do this now, and I can't do it, and I'm angry because I can't do it. Um, Which is kind of understandable, but in the world that we live in, you can't have whatever you want whenever you want to. It doesn't kind of work like that, does it?
0: So, yeah, it can be taken away from us quite quickly, can't it? As we found.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I, I think that there's um, the issue of depression. I've got quite a few people that are, are depressed and that's built up over the uh, the time of lockdown. Uh, some people quite seriously depressed and needing to be hospitalised and um, you know, properly medicated and stuff like that. Um, but, and, I, and I think we're going to get that for a while. Um, but I think if people can take breaks then they are going to ease their tension. But we have to get our head around other concepts of taking a break. The people that I know that have gone abroad that have then had to foot the bill for tests and all kinds of things have come back not feeling rested at all. Mm. You know? And the other right. thing that I've got from people is people that have been places and they said it was a waste of time going because the whole place was locked up. You know that Everything wasn't open like it would normally be and everybody wearing masks and stuff. And the people just said, we might as well have stayed at home. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's worth
0: worth looking before you hop on a plane or a train to go somewhere whether just to to check what the state of play is in that place, isn't it? Because there's a good chance that it'll be not quite what you'd hope.
1: Yeah, you you know, when you you talk about there's places that you'd like to go in the world, that you want to do it with a minimum carbon footprint... How do, when you when you imagine that how do you see that what how would you be traveling there
0: um, well so uh, in fact my resource I'll, I'll link to a chat I had with a, a sailor a few weeks ago on it well a few months ago uh, on my other podcast so yeah. I think well. You have. A, we can talk about carbon budgets and how much carbon you were allowed to emit per year. So I think just about a flight per person to kind of Europe, a European destination, can fit within that for now. I think if I'm realistic, looking at what what I've learned, I think a, a, a flight to um, the states is is kind of off the cards, really, if, we, if we're kind of being honest about about it. So getting to the states or getting to America, you, you, you're really looking at um, um, boats and, and probably a sailing vessel, really. Like if you really want to take it to the extreme. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm worried that I might never get to go to America again, and I'm really keen to, uh, unless I get on a sailboat. Uh, and then, but then you know, yeah, trains. Trains are going to be our friend. I think we, we need to build the capacity for for train travel, um, like fast. So you, you you can't really you know get a train as as quickly. Uh, to Italy or to Spain uh, but you know you can get there in a couple of days easily and you can even you can you can even get a train right across through Russia all the way to China and then you're into the the Far East so that I think my, yeah I, I want to visit Japan like desperately at some point quite you know in the next ten years so um, train plus plus a ferry when it gets to China is how I'm how I'm gonna do it I think and then you know that, that's a different kind of travel isn't it because it takes a lot longer. You know, mm. you're talking like two weeks just to get to China, mm. which which for a lot of people's lives, uh, mine included, to a certain extent, don't really allow for that in terms of how much time you're allowed off work and all that. So mm-hmm. uh, it kind of starts to make you question the whole life experience and what, what it is we're doing on planet Earth, really, and how, you know, we've kind of built these kind of prisons for ourselves in terms of how much time we have available.
1: Yeah. And if you think about it, Australia is only 24 hours away. Um, if you get your flights right, it takes you 24 hours and you're down in Oz. Um, which, and we're used to that kind of thing. Now, I don't know what the carbon footprint that looks like. it be pretty scary, I guess. Yeah, you know?
0: it's massive. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's almost I would say like...
1: what, what you could do is you could cycle up to um, John Groves and you could get the boat to Greenland and then get the boat across to Canada. And then you could get the train right the way down through um, Canada and through the States and go there. Then.
0: Now you're talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing. These are like my dream uh, my dream trips. All oh, my family's just arrived back. Hang on, we'll keep a lid on it. They've come back on the cargo <laughs> bike. Uh, so, um, but yeah, we're talking about having to kind of realign in our, our lives massively to, do, mm-hmm. to be able to do trips like that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, maybe that's what we need to do to kind of find that. that maybe that's what we need to do. We're, we're all searching for happiness and, and what have you. That's what we need, hey?
1: I mean, my, my ideal holiday is to be down in the Italian lakes.
0: It's to where, sorry?
1: To be down in the Italian lakes.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something that you've experienced many times, hey? So how are you feeling about missing out on that?
1: Haven't been there for two years now. Two years. Uh, Normally, we'd go down there every year. So, you know, yes. But I mean, what's the carbon footprint? I guess if there's six of us in a vehicle, does that make the carbon footprint less?
0: Uh, It does. You, yeah, it does. Really, because yeah, you need. It's all about that kind of per person budget that we have uh, available to us. So, yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, because that's that's my ideal place to go. I mean, I, I love the place, I love the food, I love the people. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a really nice place to be, you know. And I have that feeling of I've come home once I got there. But I also accept the fact that maybe those kind of holidays will come to a close. You know, you can't just jump in a car and drive across Europe like like I'm used to doing, you know.
0: Mm, no um, i mean yeah electric cars are getting there and i think you can just about do it on yeah there's charging infrastructure along the way um but they, they
1: say that you can um, go from edinburgh to madrid at the moment yeah. on the tesla cool. um because tesla have got the infrastructure down now whether that's true for other electric vehicles i don't know
0: yeah well i think it will it is and it will be and i think tesla are going to be opening up their network to other manufacturers soon so uh yeah. And right. one of
1: the things that i was um reading was that if the people would have to charge their cars on the road at night because if everybody charged their cars during the day there would be blackouts because we can't provide the voltage necessary
0: yeah possibly yeah yeah. Um, yeah i'm not too up on that but i think yeah that's going to be an issue as well but yeah train, yeah train and coach i think coach travel as well it's obviously slower but um, that's quite low carbon footprint just because the the efficiency of having that many people on board. So yeah. I, I'm really keen to get back to Mallorca where we went a couple of years ago in a low energy way. And I think um, train plus coach and then a ferry from Barcelona across to Mallorca is, uh, is the way to go because then, you know, we get a couple of days in Barcelona as well and just kind of make a bit more of a, uh, yeah. think about how much you miss out when you're flying over yeah. these amazing places or over the Alps. Yeah. Um, you can see it from the plane window, but you, there's, a, there's a whole other world down there, isn't
1: there? Yeah. And maybe that's the issue of getting to where you're going. It's like, where do you go to get there? Because, I mean, we, uh, when we started driving down through Europe, you can go all over the place. Mm. One thing that did, did amaze me was we had a couple of kids in the car going down. and um, I think we are going down to Lake Garda at the time. And they're in the back playing on their computers and they're playing this game between them. And we're driving through the most beautiful Alpine uh, towns and and the views and the valleys. And they just missed it all because they were on their screens. (laughs) And they might as well have been in a plane or whatever because they didn't see any of it.
0: Yeah, but you you were missing out on that game. It could have been one of the greatest games, you know, of all time. Yeah, they were just it could so have changed
1: involved. my life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So final kind of mention then about because we talk about divorce season on this show being around after Christmas and post holidays. So how is there any way to minimise that, or, or is it just does it is it like clockwork every year?
1: Well, I have a feeling that it might be different because we've had early divorce season this year because of people being together so long uh, during COVID. And I wonder whether, because normally it would be September onwards that it spikes up, but it's already been spiking. But I wonder whether if people can take some time away together, away from the stress of COVID, that maybe they will um, start to sort themselves out more. So maybe this year we might see a reverse pattern Okay. It's been spiking during COVID, and maybe in September it will start to drop off rather than, than take off. Mm. You know, right. let's see how we go.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you think that if it is happening, if it well previously post before COVID, and we you were getting this spike after holidays, is it? Is it are people just having the wrong kind of holidays, or is it just? Uh, no, know, to...
1: I, I think I think that it's people spending time together. Um, and not enjoying it and then deciding actually, I don't want to do this anymore um so in and whereas way, in pre- well
0: just to say then is so in some ways is that is that I'm not advocating like separation and divorce but in some ways is that a good thing if, if it's if it's taken that to to make people realize or are you always trying to keep people together or what's-
1: no no it, it depends on how you look at it doesn't it? you could either say well divorce is too easy now you know you don't have to work at anything you just can' and run is what a lot of people say and would criticize and then there are the people that say no it's a really good thing you know you don't have to put up with anything you can just say no, I'm done and just walk away from it um so I I think it's it's very much the angle that you come at it from um and and inevitably um people don't have to stay together financially now like they used to Mm yeah and that was one of the key things particularly for women they had to stay in a relationship Come what may, because they had to raise kids and, and all that kind of stuff and have a home, which they couldn't get. But these days now you can do that. So
0: yeah. You know. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean I mean some people like to escape work and some people live to work, don't they? So we're all different, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So and one of my things is because I've been working online for the last 18 months virtually all the time, I could actually be anywhere in the world working yeah. online. So,
0: beautiful Uh, all right Uh, what's your uh, results for the week
1: well my results for the week is and it's it's about days out it's it's a site that shows you lots of of ideas for days out with the kids and and other things but it's like um if we are going to have to stay at home when when i was a kid at school when you when you were fairly well off you'd go on holiday because you'd have to write the um the essay when you came back after summer holidays what we did on our summer holidays so, some people had gone to fancy places and other people had days out. Now, we often were the days out people because we couldn't afford to go anywhere on holiday. So, we would have days out. Um, we'd go, go somewhere, you know, Tower of London or whatever for the day, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, th- th- this is about kind of days out. What can you do around the country? Where can you go? Where can you take the family for a day out and have a good day? You know. cool. and maybe that's more of the kind of holiday that people will have in the future you know getting on a plane again going somewhere may not be an option
0: really well i know and I've, I've seen some beautiful old posters that uh mersey travel have been uh or mersey rail have been sharing online and other people about you know from yeah 50 60 years ago when you know a holiday was getting the train to southport you know into north wales and stuff like that and uh yeah uh, yeah it's beautiful I got, I got the train to Southport a couple of months ago um, to go do a bit of work there and it, it did feel like stepping out into another world because yeah the beautiful promenade there and the old yeah. Victorian High Street and, and what have you so uh, yeah. yeah a bit of inspiration to take from that isn't it
1: but uh, there are a lot of people from Liverpool who get on the train and go to West Kirby to go to the beach there so, yeah you go and New that. Brighton
0: New Brighton used yeah. to be a you know a proper holiday destination and may well again mm-hmm. soon be just that yeah um all right cool uh my resource is uh the podcast i did with a company called eco clipper or a dutch uh, the founder of eco clipper and it's a dutch sailor called your yawn um who yeah is advocating for mainly for um, transporting cargo by sail ships but we also did have a bit of a chat about how i would get from the uk to to the america to, to the americas you know by a sailboat and uh he was telling me the routes and how long it would take and all that and how much work i'd have to do on the ship along the way if i wanted to get stuck in and help with all the uh the rigging and what have you uh, absolutely amazing <laughs> yeah. so when are you going uh yeah book me in for next year yeah yeah, into new, sailing into <laughs> that's new york cool. <laughs> harbour
1: that's, <good.
0: laughs> that's good yeah um cool all right sean thanks for that we will catch you next time
1: okay you t- take care see, see you later, later. bye Bye.